0: If you're young, you don't buy yourself a dress for maybe 500 <laughs> euros or more. No. But I think um, there are a lot of these parties where you dress like lederhosen and uh, mm. I don't like know what, traditional dress. Yeah, the traditional yeah. ways. And the people they just notice that the things they can buy in the, in the show in the shop are not the actual traditional way.
1: Welcome to the Genius Women podcast. I'm your host, Yulia Denisuk, an award-winning travel photographer and writer with work in some incredible publications like National Geographic, Farm Magazine, and more. And this year, you'll see my name in places like Condé Nast Traveler. I'm on a mission to help other women who want to grow their travel storytelling careers go after their dreams while feeling supported, worthy, and bold. If you're ready to ditch your fear and doubt to the side, step into your brilliance and take action on your dreams, you're in the right place. Let's go. I am very excited to share with you a behind the scenes episode today of my recent assignment in Austria. We are still experimenting with this format. We started it back in season three when I shared with you the process of going to California for National Geographic Traveler. Many of you shared with me that you really enjoyed this format, so here we are again. And if you enjoyed this episode too, please do let me know in a podcast review or via Instagram so that I know if I should continue recording episodes like this in the future. For this episode, we're traveling to Austria, where I recently went on assignment to document the craftsmanship process of Indigo blueprint making a traditional Austrian method that only two families in Austria work on today. You're going to hear the voices of the two families that work in blueprint making, as well as the designers they collaborate with, and the wonderful guides that showed me around the city of Vienna. I hope you enjoyed this episode. All right, let's get started. In a few days, I'm headed out to Austria to work on an assignment that's been an absolute dream to put together. It's a story about the traditional Austrian artisan craft, and it's slated to be published in a big travel publication, a first time I'm working with this magazine, so I'm really excited. I'm recording this in Barcelona with my bags ready to go, itinerary all sorted, and tickets purchased. And as I'm thinking about this upcoming assignment, I am full of gratitude that I get to do this and do it in the middle of the pandemic, no less. Let this episode be a testament to you that if I could do it, you can do it too. There's absolutely nothing that I have that you don't. All it is is time, effort, consistency, and building relationships. That's the secret. Let me tell you a little bit of a backstory for this assignment. It might not look like it often, but there are a lot of resources available to people interested in the travel media world. I teach about these resources, among many other things, in my travel journalism masterclass. One of these resources is a travel conference that happens once a year called IMM, International Media Marketplace. This is the place to be if you want to get connected to various tourism boards from across the world and importantly, practice your pitches. On this podcast and in our class and our membership, I often talk about the importance of knowing yourself, knowing what kind of work you want to do, what types of stories interest you. That is the foundation upon which everything else builds. That knowledge also comes with experience, right? So you you might not know it at the beginning, but that's how you hone your craft and that's how you hone your own knowledge about your work by doing the work. So at the beginning of this year, I attended the IMM conference virtually and got connected to many different tourism boards. We talked about what types of stories interest me and what these destinations have going on. If there was a fit, we continued the conversation forward. And now, about six months later, here I am about to go on this assignment to Austria. Ready to join me? We kick off this trip with a very early rise at a beautiful, calm Lake Neusiedl in eastern Austria, followed by a visit to the Blodruck Kuh family workshop a few hours away. On this tape, you'll hear the voice of Mr. Joseph Kuh, one of the last indigo printmaking producers in Europe. We discuss the recipe of POP, a special resist paste that is used in blue printmaking, and I ask Mr. Kuh unsuccessfully for the recipe. Rising with the roosters today <laughs> 6 a.m. Cold time means 40 fo- 44 wake-up time <laughs> The beauty of this job
2: This is the this is one of the part of the base. This is a uh, gum arabic. Oh gum arabica okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. it is one of the uh, you mix it with lime,
1: mm-hmm.
2: and then you have a paste, but it, every family, every workshop, they have their own recipe. Uh-huh.
1: So you have a special recipe? Yeah,
2: uh, yeah. Recipe, yeah, yeah,
1: You can tell me the recipe, I will, I will copy it, I will start doing it.
2: <laughs> no, right? <laughs>
1: yes, I know, I read, it's a, it's secret.
2: a yeah, secret. It's a and secret, and secret is, uh, you don't tell. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> uh, and why, uh, um, why every family has a special recipe? What is so special because, about uh, because, uh, this
2: every it, recipe? It's a, the ground material, the same, everybody like the same. Uh-huh. But in, in hundred years and in uh, uh, you, you have to try this one, this one, and, and then you decide for 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 Because for of how fare. it makes, Yeah, how so it makes Sometimes the it, it water, yeah, sometimes yeah, so better. so every 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 family workshop did uh, make his, his special like like cooking. Yeah, mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. The, you have the same cake, but every cooker. Uh, uh, if, uh, another recipe, yes, yeah. but yes, it's the same I same cake, but uh, you okay. uh, do it with, with another. They, but the basic
1: ingredients is gabarabic and, and lime. This, this is
2: okay. the lime.
1: So you don't make these yourself? You no. have a special person who... Yeah, no, no, you
2: can't do this. Not every musician makes himself his instrument.
1: Yes. This is, uh, uh, oh, I see. I understand, yes. It's uh, a very good way to put it.
2: Yeah, but <laughs> you see, this is a... Uh, 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 we have to learn this business mm-hmm. yeah from from the from the burning what is the the, uh, rest like of the coal burning? coal, coal somebody put coal oh. inside yeah somebody put a little copper inside There. Yes. it's it's special it's from every every
1: because from all the years of trying yeah from dry all to trying to yeah
2: it's the, the yeah, yeah. Uh, what ish? but you you make you find many receipts in the internet yeah yes. but you don't have believe everything you read.
1: <laughs> of course, yes, the internet. You cannot believe <laughs> that. But it's so funny because I I mm-hmm. was trying to ask you what is the the green and yeah. it's the secret.
2: <laughs> I understand.
1: it's the secret. We, we won't. We now, somebody won't
2: somebody uh, put no no it's no problem. Somebody put <laughs> copper inside. Somebody put ash oh, inside. Uh, oh, okay. it, it, every and the uh, receipt changes about the years that the ground arabic and lime is the ground every every year every, every year but then you have to try for your own self yeah mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah understand yeah, yeah.
1: okay okay but it's okay. very beautiful color we we didn't even started with the indigo yet but okay. this is very beautiful okay. yeah. you, you said you're not a museum you yeah, we, not,
2: <laughs> because it's old it's a museum because it's old but we, we're not a museum we we're living in a living workshop yeah we like to we like the roots where they come, the blueprints, 100, 100, 100, years ago, but we, we, we uh, this is the, the theater. I work with this one, but we also like the new one. Exactly. We work with designers, with schools, uh, together, to keep this alive, yeah? And all the, the names, yeah? The, 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 the years jeans. before also, mm-hmm. jeans was also tied with indigo. Now it's only small, small workshop dyed with indigo, yeah? Mm-hmm. And then we like the indigo, yeah? But, and, and so, the, the roots and also keep it alive.
1: I just got done um, shooting my first uh, shoot of this assignment today, sitting on a rooftop terrace of this lovely hotel in Vienna and figured I'll catch up with you. Once I was back in Vienna, I met a wonderful city guide, Alexa Browner, with whom we discussed the lineup of European queens as she introduced me to the city's 7th district that has a rich history of artisanship and creativity.
3: And you're such a travel expert already. Let's say from, I don't know when you started yeah. to go from A to B. Yeah. Where,
1: where you originally? Where were uh, you, where you I'm born? I'm from Estonia, Russian, Est- from
3: Russia. Russia. Yeah, yeah. So
1: Maria yeah.
3: Theresa, she was not the same. Mm. Uh, she was the Empress who had all her children married with everybody in Europe. She was born 1717. She died with 1780. Uh, no, Maria Theresa. Ma- I don't no, know no, my. No, Ma- that Ma- well. no, <laughs> Mar- no, Maria Theresa. She was the oh, Empress Therese, of, of Austria. Course, of course. Uh, she was empress of the holy roman empire of German Nation. she was never crowned because a woman was not crowned in those days her husband was crowned uh, friend stephen of lorraine Mm -hmm. but she had the power let's say it clearly she was of the family habsburg and her father guaranteed emperor Charles VI that she has the power in austria Mm -hmm. so it was possible that a woman can let's say take the power over here in austria but not in the empire because there were other people as well let's say involved in some in some regulations maria theresa she also did so there were a lot of mulberry trees planted and they were lit, a little ah. lit all over where they well today this is part of the city so there but has the, to be
1: some silk uh,
3: and yeah and there was silk production in vienna
1: oh interesting. yes
3: and uh, and so there was so much in the textile business here in vienna and they got very wealthy because yes. the emperor uh, and, and the imperial family and uh, also the aristocrats they bought a lot of uh, all this very exquisite textile mm-hmm. and then those people that were in the textile business could invest in real estate mm. and they got very wealthy you can then, see that yeah, around and, and the nickname of this district has become then the diamond ground brillantengrund so the, the brillanten grund uh, is the synonym for the seventh district for the wealth because of the textile industry this building over there that's 19th century but behind there's a quote from the 16th century what vienna is it's we call it gemütlichkeit. So it's a coziness. Mm-hmm. Yeah? Coziness. It's so it's something which makes you, let's say, gives you some ease and comfort. Mm-hmm. And that's so much important to be creative. You okay. have to feel safe yes. and uh, tranquil.
1: Tranquila. Yeah.
3: <laughs> um, to be open and get some inspiration. I think that's very important. And Vienna is not a stressful city. Well it depends what you make of your life but let's say the possibility is really to, to be calm and that's needed to be creative yeah?
4: Because oh, if you're stressed
3: that. you cannot be creative. I, I does not work. Agree. Yeah? Your well has
1: to be <laughs> full not empty yes yes. After my morning with Alexa, I went to meet Suzanne Bisowski, a fashion designer in Vienna who works with the craftsmen I visited earlier for my story. Here, we talk with Suzanne's partner and fellow designer, Joseph Bonwit-Gerger, about how they experiment with the indigo textiles.
4: I printed it myself because he has traditional models, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and I just take some some sponges and cut them, or some potatoes, or whatever, mm. and I do it uh, more wildly.
1: Uh, I was just going to ask you, how yeah. did you come up with those designs? Yeah, he showed me his models. Yeah,
4: yeah, yeah. He has a lot of traditional designs, which are fine with a little, just the little flowers, the little wonderful. He has a problem to get new models because nobody does the models, and. Uh, he doesn't have, um, let's say, how you call that, customized mm-hmm. uh, uh, designs. Right. If we want uh, just, just, just right. cool. if we want it just for right here, then we can just take an all-over design of his. But we want a special uh, design just for, let's say, that part. Mm-hmm. And so I designed that, print that. I have mm-hmm. a table tennis up there, uh, next to, uh, floor, and uh, we have a lot of space. And then.
1: So you actually
4: did the whole pad? The patterns. I mean. No, no,
1: the, the paste? He gave
4: me the paste. This oh. is a, the secret paste.
1: The secret paste. Yeah, we have it, it we have it in the
4: fridge. We have it in the fridge. We have it from Upper Austria and his. Okay. So you could take the two and uh, give it to a chemist.
1: We also discussed the challenges that artisan producers face in today's globalized world.
4: The city is full of all the the big, big firms which have the flagship stores. So the small, like we, I mean, we survived because we are very, very special. And some very brave young people open some stores and then the store closes. But, yeah, Yeah. why should the tourists come to Vienna if everything is the same like in other cities? Well, this is the problem
1: many places around the world are dealing with, you know, mm. uh, standardisation, globalisation... Mm. You
3: know. Of course,
4: I think uh, we should be one world, this this is good, we should be all friends and... But there could be special things which, which the people like. If there is too much fluctuation, then op- of course it will, it will disappear, so then it should disappear. But when you have something very interesting, you can do it and produce it and... Uh, and show it, but where? It's too expensive for the little ones to be out there, mm-hmm. so. Yeah, we, we, we have, actually for us it works fine, because the people are looking for us, even we don't advertise outside somehow. Yeah, and we learn it Viennese chic. Yeah, we call it Viennese chic, <laughs> and... <laughs> we play with this My English is horrible, sorry.
2: My
1: German is horrible too. No, it's, it's painful for me. <laughs> After my time in Vienna, I continued on to Upper Austria to meet with the other family producer working on indigo in Austria today, the Wagner family. Mr. Karl Wagner and Mrs. Maria Wagner were out that day, but I got to meet their sons, Max and Sebastian, who are going to take over the family business one day. So here is where uh, they do the... The yeah, applica- apply the paste? Is this where the yeah, paste is? Yeah, paste? of it's course. Possible. This
5: is our our table. So, first we take the linen, mm-hmm. go, go it over the table, mm-hmm. and then we start on this side. Mm-hmm. So, we had to make a fixed line so we can handle that it's always in the
1: same right. direction. Yeah. So, mm. because. But this
5: uh, is the paste, right? This yeah, of course. This one. is the paste. We also we use call um, it up. The,
1: yeah. oldest,
0: no, the no. oldest method because after this uh, models, you also had this. We are turning, I don't know where it uh, is. Yeah, right over there. This is like the next step. Oh, you
1: we have these just, ones
0: as well. Yeah, but yeah, we, don't, but we, we don't, just, don't. This is just, uh, I don't know. Maybe someone bought them anyway. Mm-hmm.
5: But this is uh, It's a faster way. Oh, you yeah, roll it over and yeah. that's it. it was not, in this area, we don't use it, so since... <laughs> it's like the state of art stuff yeah
4: <laughs>
5: <laughs> And just this is the traditional way, and so we keep it. Because we, yeah. we have this right now since, since 1878 in our family. Mm-hmm. And our great grand grandfather he always worked with this and learned only with this. How so did they
1: get it originally, before 1878? They just um, started at that time? Or yeah,
5: was he, was, he was from Czech Republic.
1: Uh-huh.
5: Just
0: and uh, just a few kilometers, came, like the next yeah. city, oh, yeah. but over the border now.
5: Yeah. But, but I don't know if it, there was the border already in former days. I think so, yeah. But he came to, to Badljörn-Felten because their parents died. Mm-hmm. Or something like that, and he learned this this work here in oh, here know, uh, it and he already, also it was, was, was already here, yeah right. of course okay. and, and then he was started the wilds to, very long you, uh, then, then he you go on a journey uh-huh. and go to Germany and Berlin and learn this practice. We also
0: got one um, one map in behind there where we can show you the way he made. By the way, you know.
1: can tell me this the recipe for your paste, right?
5: yeah
1: you can
0: the, recep- no, the no. recipe <laughs> the recipe the <laughs> yeah. secret you can see the map i was talking about earlier oh, yeah. karl wagner the first who did this way around which are pretty a lot of stations
1: oh. and all these stations are where he was learning about blaudruk? and all of
0: these places he was also working it took nine years mm-hmm. and after this nine years he had enough money to buy his house here
1: also mm. oh, these are not all about blaudruk. it's just his journey
0: it's his journey, but he was. Oh, sort of he was opening. working
1: in Blaudruck.
0: Yeah. Ah, okay. That's what uh, they call the waltz. Uh-huh. Maybe you heard this word before. Uh-huh. Oh, the, waltz. the waltz. Oh, the waltz.
1: The Oh, the waltz. Okay. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so it's also the same word in English, right? Mm-hmm. Okay.
1: Mm-hmm. Got it. So it used to be pretty, pretty spread out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Very cool.
5: It was really long on this mm. in this journey. And we have it also now in the family. So everybody goes.
2: Oh really? Now you guys also go to these places?
0: If I uh, think back to the days when my mom started up this, it was just uh, some job she could do at home because we were living up there. Mm -hmm. And she could do it at home without going anywhere. (laughs) It was convenient to take care about the kids, but it was not because of the money or something, Mm -hmm. (laughs) because it was, yeah. So you develop
1: this business now more? It's my mom, your yeah. mom, We're
0: working yeah. a lot on the businesses.
1: Yeah, yeah. So you said uh, young people don't buy it because it's expensive. So how do you see how do you see this going into the future then? If if young people yeah. don't buy it,
5: mm. yeah, young people don't buy it because so they don't get right now money. It's, it's, no, it it no I think it starts to get more and more for the young people because now the the old stuff getting more interesting. Hmm. And so, whoa, nice, nice thing, and it you looks great, You see this great, with your
1: yeah. friends, with people your age, that they're interested yes, in Yes, uh, I, mean,
5: I have a friend I right now. He he's yeah. also very int- interested in. Okay.
1: Because,
5: but he he lives in in Linz, mm-hmm. but he now he wants to to see this and what's happened to this and mm. that's an old tradition, but it yeah, life. lives it's also people are already already getting interested in this but
0: there's still a thing if you're young you don't buy yourself a dress for maybe 500 <laughs> euros or more no. but i think um there are a lot of these parties where you dress like lederhosen and uh, mm. like what, traditional dress. yeah the traditional yeah. ways and the people they just notice that the things they can buy in the, in the show in the shop are not the actual traditional way because this is the yeah maybe not this way but yeah as we were talking before it's the traditional, the uh, it's traditional yeah. but it looks it looks cool it looks yeah.
1: modern and it's it looks it's very just nice. modern that's
0: what we started the, the last years we made some of these more modern looking things yeah. mm-hmm. and maybe this is a one one way it could go mm-hmm. possibly exactly yeah.
1: Yeah, because, I mean, uh, at least in in the research that I did so far, I see a lot of the floral patterns that you were showing me earlier, Mm -hmm. but I didn't see these patterns. It's very interesting to know that it's traditional, but it looks modern. Yeah, Yeah, we
0: tried some some of these shirts, maybe four, but the coolest was with the the last one we did with the the model from India. Yeah, with the different colors. It looks really 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 fancy. Oh, yeah? When you go on a you ball, you can, you can, it go you a, can wear it. You can go in a club or something. Yeah. Oh. Not,
1: do you have it here? Or? Um, no.
0: The shirt's not, but I can show you the the printing. Yeah. Do you mind
1: if I uh, take a photo of you? In, not
0: in <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think about,
2: <laughs>
1: Maybe like you can, you
0: know, maybe like... with This
5: one, because we have to... Before we we want to make the color, mm-hmm. it always sinks a little bit down so, like. So it always,
1: uh, oh, I see. So you
5: have to like. Correct. Yeah, of course. Mm-hmm. And then you have to.
1: Oh yes, that's that's very <laughs> very what's <laughs> the word? Very uh, beautiful. does it
5: take like how many times do you have to dip it in there um most of the time we just do it three times three times yeah three times and then we can see how how dark it is if it's when you make really much things Uh in one pot so after so it was 100 depends. meters of linen, line. we had to mix it again. Mm. And then it gets out again. Can you just not stir
1: it but hold it? Because I want the reflection to be. No, wait, leave it in there. Yeah. To and twist. just do put, it let it, like it like settle here. so the reflection. If you is is notice, you also see different uh, colors uh-huh. on there. Yeah.
0: The green a little bit, right? Yeah, the green. And if you uh, put it out the first time, it looks it's yellow. yellow. Mm. And the, ref- oh, really? the the process with the air. Oh, oxidation. Yeah, it makes it really blue. blue. Oh, interesting. Yeah. So it doesn't
5: come
1: out blue right away. Like no, it's it at first
5: it's yellow, yellow green, and then it's green, and then it gets the blue color. Mm. So there is a little. Sorry, in the wax speak it's <laughs> difficult. Yeah, let me um, just uh, <laughs>
1: let it settle so that I, the the reflection is very nice. Even yeah, du for me, you will see Du jetzt
0: <laughs> <for just>, uh, <laughs> <laughs> One second. I feel, you, you know, look at the the, the, at the Yeah.
1: And maybe you earlier you were holding it with two hands like this? Yeah. Ah oh, yeah. Yeah, just you don't have to pose. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That's very nice. So you have these these two Actually now you can look at me maybe a little bit. Do you want to look at me a little?
4: Yeah. I'll do one
1: more here. Just and it. Make a photo shoot. Yes, you're like a model now. <laughs> yeah. Do you have a lot of people come and do stories about uh,
5: this? Um. Yeah, of course.
1: Mm-hmm.
5: It's getting more and more.
1: It's, oh, yeah? yeah, that's good. Everybody
5: gets interested, and I think it's good. Yeah, definitely.
1: After we wrapped up this part of the shoot, Max, Sebastian and I got to talking more and we had a really beautiful conversation about the passion of this craft. The battery on the recorder died at that point and I was so sad I couldn't share it with you. But what Sebastian said really stuck with me. He said that when he's out there applying resist paste on the linen or mixing the indigo paint in the big vats. He has an opportunity to be so lost in his craft that the outside world disappears and he feels like he's more in touch with himself. I love that so much and it definitely resonated with me as a photographer and writer. Isn't that why we create in the first place? To be in touch with ourselves? And just like that, the trip was over. Now I'm back stateside editing the images I made on this trip, going over my notes and preparing the story for publication. I hope that this episode inspires you to go out there, discover what lights you up, create the stories and the art that you've always wanted to create, and get in touch with yourself. And I will continue bringing behind-the-scenes episodes like this one to you. I've got a few other exciting trips coming up, including a trip to Saudi Arabia for a story very soon, So if this format piques your interest, stay tuned for that. And finally, if you're ready to commit to this path and start figuring out how you can turn some of the dreams and stories and aspirations you have into your reality, stay tuned for next week's episode. It's going to be a very special episode and something that I've never done before. And that is hopefully going to help you in a very tangible way. That's all I'm going to say for now. Thank you so much for listening and I'll see you next week.